<laughs> We're hitting it at the top. Got it. A zero one zero two. What? You just put my, my, my brain in a headlock. Yeah, I don't know what happened. My brain like froze when I heard that. I was like, "Wait, are we doing that wonder? Are we doing that wonder at 02 after one?" And I was like, "I'm fucked. I'm, I'm compromised." I'm sorry, you all can't conceive of time. My brain's yeah, been, my brain got compromised to a permanent end. <laughs> This is the like most... students who ask me after being, you know, three years in school, what time does this class end? <laughs> I say my brain got compromised to a permanent end or whatever. You, that's that's some fucking like emo song lyrics that you just <laughs> said to me. <laughs> this is a this is like a My Chemical Romance. No, 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 no. This is a Fallout Boy song title. Yeah, you're gross. welcome. How dare you? First of all, you're welcome. Yeah, I had to, I had to pick <laughs> Fallout Boy because the Everyone the song title was scared. a full sentence. <laughs> First of all, gross. Second of all, Fallout Boy, if you're listening, I'm available. Yeah. Is, Fa- is Fallout Boy listening? Can we get Fallout Boy on the podcast? <laughs> Probably Fallout not. Boy, it seemed like they'd be really not Yu-Gi-Oh fans at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they were very... This is a very anti-Yu-Gi-Oh band. I think they went on a whole tour called I Hate Cards of the People Who Play With Them. <laughs> <laughs> Although we did like, just dual monster this day, You're like, wow, yeah. What the fuck, dude? We did get one of for the first time because I tweet when our episodes drop, and I've gotten back in the habit again on the WSP Twitter, and I retweet it on my own Twitter. But we got retweeted by a random account that I don't know who it is. They just seem to post about Yu-Gi-Oh stuff, and they have like five thousand followers. <laughs> Jesus, but people, it is people are just getting hype. But. It is entirely in Japanese, and the, like the translate function or whatever wasn't working at that moment, so I haven't gone back to see what this person's profile even says. Can you can you check right well, now? Well, if you found us from that Twitter link, hello, how are you doing? Please stick around. Yeah, this yeah, is, we're we are terrible people. <laughs> that's a good good save. Good, <laughs> you're really selling us like super highly. Speaking of yeah, terrible people, we're going to talk about some in these episodes. Hello, everyone, to episode six, the world's strongest podcast filler arc. I'm your host, Zach, and these are my co-hosts, Chase. Hi, I'm a co-host. And Thomas. Hello. And today, we're going to be talking about episodes 16, 17, and 18 of Yu-Gi-Oh! The uh, Duelist Kingdom, which is I mean, what we've been doing. This is the WSP filler arc. You all know you're, what it's you're about getting, by You're now. getting weirdly detailed on episode six here, Thomas. I want to. Be, so I feel like everyone's show, been We're going to be going over the episode <laughs> 15, 16, and 17. I would recommend you watch them beforehand so that way you can listen along. Though I get a, though a lot of people I know that watch this don't wa- that listen to this don't watch the episodes beforehand. So evidently it works pretty well without it. I've also it mind is... the audience because I said 15, 16, and 17. What they don't know is we're just doing 16, 17, 18. See, this is where we it just is... start playing that I don't want a panic song to really mess with people. <laughs> I don't want to panic, panic. If you didn't know, we were lying. We made the whole story about how there's two separate episodes. And <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so Very... funny. We, we, should, we should do that. Like At one point down the line, like two years from now, just lie about there being this secret episode and just never bring it up again. Of course, now Thomas has to cut this entire bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. I'm leaving, leaving it. I'm leaving it. Leave it in there. <laughs> for, like the one, the one person who's like, wait, I remember. 
Yeah. The lying. I was there. The lying. They were there. They remember the deep lore of WSP. <laughs> no, we just leave this uh, we leave but, this episode up as is, and then when we get to the secret episode, we edit this episode and back. Yeah, so we have to you have to have been a long time mm-hmm. listener to know what was lost. <laughs> well, the old text was lost. Yeah. <laughs> Forgotten was knowledge. Lost time. Yeah. But today, we'll go ahead and get started now <laughs> with episode 16, The Scars of Defeat, which is just like, Yugi hasn't lost yet. But you know who the... does lose? Joey. A lot. Yeah. And you know who else lost? Kaiba in the first episode. <laughs> this is why this episode opens with the big five. I think there's five. I don't remember. They're literally in the subtitles. If you have them all while you're watching, like when they talk, it's like big three, big two, big four. Like that is their names, which I know like the virtual world arc plays on. Yeah. These are such like filler villains that get blown up. (laughs) But yeah. So this episode opens with those people talking to Pegasus and they're like, well, Kaiba's still reeling from his loss, but he isn't dead like we thought. So we're going to kill him. And Pegasus is like, no, I don't. I have other plans. Which I can only assume are far more camp. Involve because... killing him, probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, they involve sending him to the shadows. Yeah, so oh, killing realm. him. The shadow realm. He's not dead. He's in the shadow realm. <laughs> yeah, the realm of shadows? Yeah, come on. Catch up. Do you know the power of shadows? You know, you know as power. a... As a small sidebar, but related, the fact that, like, four kids think sending somebody to a dimension that you cannot escape, that is yeah. pure torment forever, is better than them dying. Like, oh, really no. says I'm lot. not going to kill you. I'm going to send you straight to hell for all eternity. Yeah. This is much more Which, child-friendly. Yeah. This is much more child-friendly. Yeah. But anyway, Pegasus then just turns and looks over to the ocean, which I only point out because they use this for a match cut to, like, him looking at the ocean, camera kind of panning, fade over to the ocean, panning to Kaiba's helicopter. Which <laughs> Kaiba has a helicopter that he is flying. Yeah, which I guess we... I mean, he flies a jet later that's shaped like a dragon. So I guess this, they just want to show, yeah, Kaiba's pretty self-reliant. Uh, but he's heading towards Duelist Kingdom. And then he has a cost-effective flashback to getting his shit wrecked by Yugi. Except, like, it's not quite the same as the episode, because Yugi doesn't, like, mind-crush him. <laughs> Yugi's Maybe, just, well, like... He doesn't remember that part. Yeah, probably because of the the brain damage. <laughs> but he just kind of, like, remembers Yugi telling him, Believe in the heart of the cards and be a good person, dick. And then, But, like, you know, nicer than that. Then he had this weird cuts- out-of-body experience where the clown was extracted from his body. Yeah, I saw this big clown just kind of get shoved out of me, and I'm pretty sure that was drugs. But I'm a better uh, person now, Mokuba. Yeah. All we, ha- we all just have to excise the clown from ourselves in order to become better. <laughs> That's what I learned in therapy. Yay, therapy. Uh, there's one evil clown and one duelist inside of you. There are two clowns inside of you. <laughs> Pegasus, oh, and then Kaiba's like, I'm going to beat Pegasus with my old instincts and not the heart of the cards. And then I'll destroy the people who betrayed me. And I'm like, well, he turned his back on the power of friendship, so he is bound to lose now. 
He just (laughs) fucked himself over hard. No one has ever said something like this and then not met their goals, which will be not quite what happens in this episode, but will reflect on where Kaiba ends up by the end of Duelist Kingdom. Uh, Also, they show Mokuba, like, in a card. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, that hasn't happened yet, has it? Yeah, that's what I was like. He definitely has a, at least on screen, like, put Mokuba in a card. Not yet, like yeah. Yeah, like, I would believe it if, like, Kaiba gets there and he's like, where's my brother? And he's like, he's right here, Kaiba, and, like, pulls out the card with him on it. But they have not implied that this has happened yet. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I would say this would be implied by him being taken by Pegasus, but Pegasus took him once without yeah, doing that. He's already that. been kidnapped well, well, also, once. Yeah, remember, he also yeah. escaped kidnapping once, so I assume in that middle area time, he has now been made into a card, so he can't do his shenanigan kid maneuvers. Yeah, but Kaiba exactly. doesn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kaiba does not know that. Nor does Kaiba believe in magic, really, up to this <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, no, Kaiba does not even believe, he does not believe in magic. He thinks the heart yeah. of the card is some fine energy source that can be tapped, that we're going to call <laughs> luck. That exists nebulously, but not really. Yeah, that's definitely like, yeah, which makes less sense at this point than just being like, yeah, it's magic. (laughs) Um, But cut to the gang all sleeping, except for Yugi and Bakura, who are talking about Bakura's ring, which like the ring is not like a ring that you wear on your finger. The ring is this like dream catcher size necklace that's on his neck at all times that's like the core is not big this thing is like it the is, size of his entire torso yeah it's just fully the size of his rib cage yeah and it's just got like the eye in the middle of it in the same way that yugi's puzzle has the eye on it and pegasus's eye, eye has, has the eye, eye on, on it. it yeah <laughs> all the millennium items have this same kind of eye in the center of them uh or featured prominently, I guess. Like, the staff doesn't have it in the center. It's on the top, but it's still... Pro- anyway. It's centered. More or less. That's that, The staff has not come into play yet. That's We're not going to that point. <laughs> but yeah, they he's holding it, and the little ring in the center has these little, like, dangling arrowhead kind of things coming off of it. And one of those is glowing and pointing towards Pegasus's castle, uh, which they're like, I don't really, the course, like, I don't really know why it does this, but it also happened the day I met you. And this is when we get a non-cost effective flashback to Bakora's first day Ooh. at their school. And like the, the teacher who introduces him sounds like an automated voice message system. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. yeah he's like. Hello, class. I would like to introduce you to Bakora. Like, the delivery <laughs> and the, like, cadence and just the over-enunciation. I'm like, this is definitely a person, but this person has just done these messages before or is thinking in that <laughs> regard in BO. And, like, four kids didn't really care because this character had a single line. Has a single line for three seconds. Yes, but it also proves that there's no small parts idea of, like, (laughs) making things, because that stuck out to me so hard. Uh, But anyway, in the flashback, Bakora remembers that his ring did the same thing, pointing at Yugi's Millennium Puzzle, which impresses me that from across the room, Yugi could tell is pointing at the, or Bakora could tell is pointing at the puzzle specifically and not just at Yugi. I don't know why he didn't go up and, like, 
say something after that. Yeah, like, like hey, my Millennium Ring, which we're just we all know these are Millennium items at mm-hmm. this moment in time. Hey, yeah. my ring is just fucking shining at you, and you're puzzling them. Look. Like, they belong in this set? Are we destined for something greater than Yo, ourselves? did we just become best friends? Yeah. Hey, bro. <laughs> yeah. Did we just become best friends? Because we did not. <laughs> yeah, it turns into evil Bakora. Um, most dangerous of Bakoras. But yeah, Yugi pieces together very quickly. He's like, oh, okay, it just points at all the Millennium items. So they're all just, they're, they're just trying to come together. Uh, so Pegasus I get has a bloody how smart Yugi is. Just like gets it, you know. Also, I feel like, like fucking dumb as a sack of rocks. Like, yeah, I feel like we're so used to Goku. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's smarter than your average bear. Which, to be fair, like in Yu-Gi-Oh, strategy is strength. So the idea well, that Yugi is not a total dip strategy here. Yeah, We've okay, quote unquote blade. Yeah, but it's not like. You know, fucking. But yeah, no, I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yugi doesn't flex and becomes st- physically stronger, and that's how flexes he flexes his brain. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see like a, a <laughs> Dragon Ball style power up now in Yu Gi Oh. Except somebody's like, because we have the magical girl power up, and somebody's just like, ah, and you see like the veins, but it's just their on their head forehead. Just grows larger. Yeah, <laughs> this is Super Duelist Three. <laughs> um. But yeah, Yugi and Bakora then go nap under a tree. Uh, and then Yugi thinks about how all the Millennium items seem to be coming together on their own. Under a green-ass moon. Yeah, also he misses his grandpa a lot. Yeah, he just throws I, that in there. I, I, I don't know if you'd be missing your grandpa or worried about your grandpa. I don't know why this caught, caught me yeah. odd. He's not, not missing, if, you know where my, he is. Yeah, I'm not, like, missing my kidnapped friend. I'm like, what? The- I need to go help him. I'm not like, <laughs> man, I wish he was here right now. Other than, like, obviously I wish, like, they were nearby. So they yeah, were yeah. Trouble. But I'm like, oh, man. No, I'm like, I'm hoping they're not dead or murdered. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dying of starvation. Yeah, it does feel odd. He'd be more, like, concerned for his safety, I guess. Though I guess missing him makes sense here, too. You know, because he's not around. my grandfather's wisdom to save his life. Yeah. Yugi, keep throwing your weakest monster at your opponent's strongest. It's what I taught Joey, and look how he's doing. Surprisingly well. Um, but yeah, then Yugi hears the helicopter that Kaiba's in, which, like, comes up over this cliff face to their campground. (laughs) <laughs> Which, we just get a quick cut to Pegasus sensing a disturbance in the force, essentially. Yeah, right? <laughs> so good. Yeah. Which you think, like, maybe he'd have, like, you know, some kind of radar detection system. But this it's is... called the Millennium just, Eye. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's just like, hello, Kaiba. <laughs> like, standing on his thing. Which I wanted, like, the mustache dude to walk in and be like, what? And then it's, like, hard cut <laughs> away. Uh, but anyway, Kaiba lands right in front of them with a briefcase in hand. Because I guess Kaiba just always has something... In a briefcase. What is if you had an excuse to just drag an attache case around everywhere? Wouldn't you? No. Hmm. No, I want to have my hands lack style. I guess so. And grace. (laughs) (laughs) This is an Elden Ring. Don't. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, maidenless. I see again, Thomas. (laughs) (laughs) Touch grass. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, grace. I love that the whole first hour of Elden Ring is just go touch grass. <laughs> no maidens. Anyway. Yeah, no maidens touch grass, bitch. <laughs> yeah. 
Yugi and Kaiba greet each other. And Yugi just is like, oh, hey, also, I've been holding on to your deck. This is, you know, thanks for so the duel. Like, Yugi's weirdly chummy towards Kaiba, right? Yeah, since the last time they talked, he kidnapped and dueled his grandpa into, <laughs> into the, the hospital. hospital. Yeah, I mean, he helped him out that one time against the clown, but like, he's still weirdly friendly. Yeah, no. But I think like like Kaiba's got the right sense of this interaction where he's kind of like aloof, but not like hostile. Yeah, Kaiba just when he hands him the cards, Kaiba's like, "You will be compensated." I'm like, oh, I guess this is how they, like, live comfortably after Duelist Kingdom, (laughs) considering that Joey spends, like, all of the prize money. It's not like Yugi gets that. Mm -hmm. They never seem to be struggling. I guess they own a card shop, which is the, you know, most surefire business Which has got to be, like, a bank in this economy, right? uh, By, like, importance, yes. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Yugi tries to get Kaiba to, like, join the team. (laughs) <laughs> but Kaiba tells him that he's doing this for his brother, not for some stupid tournament. So I'm also, going on my own. Quick aside, have we brought up Taiba's like techno music that plays whenever he's on screen or talking before? I don't think we really brought it up. The Yu-Gi-Oh! Okay. soundtrack slaps and sucks in equal measure. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I know- still love the intro. Because I know we mm. talked about like Mai's off-brand porn music, but the same thing happens with Kaiba, except it's like fast-paced kind of matrixy tech, matrixy techno music every yeah. time he's on screen. Though I will say, props to four kids for actually giving characters light motifs. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if the word light has anywhere to do anything. <laughs> Only the terminology. But yeah, Kaiba <laughs> does have this techy kind of like techno-y music that is his theme more or less mm-hmm. when he is like speaking and in a scene which i guess goes along with his tech focus as a character he is like the tech guy well yeah, he apparently it's all does like, all his own r&d yeah yeah which is funny to think that we have this series where the tech guy is also the cool lancer <laughs> where like i feel like that would be two separate characters in most anime i agree but yeah, Kaiba's like, hey, fuck off. I'm going to go get my brother. And this pisses Joey off. So he gets in his face for being selfish. Despite this being a pretty, like, a, a pretty not selfish motivation that he wants to keep his brother safe. This is, like, on <laughs> par with the fact that Joey wants to save his sister. Kaiba, yeah, it, it's, mildly, it's, mildly rude. Joey, going to beat his ass. It's yeah, it's very strange to me that like Kaiba's like, I can't join you. And everyone's like, No, you can. Like, we're all kind of doing the same thing. He's like, mm, not exactly. You're a little bitch. And it's like, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> um, and everyone just kind of accepts that as the reasoning. But also I like Kaiba, so I'm like willing yeah. to accept all this. Kaiba doesn't because also Kaiba doesn't seem like an asshole this whole time. He's an asshole, but he's like Someone who's like, hey, look, you just don't fucking get it how good this guy's going to be. Yeah. Like, you just, you're, not, you're not in it yet. You're some fucking yeah. dumbass kid who beat me because you had Exodia. You're not there yet. You don't <laughs> you have understand. Exodia anymore. Yeah. You're not the guy anymore. You, you're not the guy anymore. <laughs> yeah. Plus, you're like he three feet guy. shorter than when I saw you last. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The scene does also, because, like, Joey is getting, like, in Kaiba's face, like, grabs his shirt, both hands, like, being very aggressive out of... That doesn't really. He's just escalating this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Kaiba de-escalates it, I guess, because Kaiba just grabs his hands and throws him <laughs> off of him very easily. Kaiba just yeah grabs him with one hand and throws him with one Do arm. You remember what, like, what does Jesus he say? Christ? 
I can't quite remember, I don't remember what he, what he says. says. Yeah. Because I, I got too I feel like it's something along the lines of, hey, he's like, check out, like, I'll put my, like, dude, he's like, well, see, we'll check out what my hands can do. And just fucking Something like them. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah something to that effect. Which Catch then, these like, hands, Joey. Joey goes down fucking hard. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's Joey's a little bitch. <laughs> yeah. Which Sorry, and Bakura's gives us straight the, up like, check his pulse, Yugi. Yeah, I was gonna say, that's a classic, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge actual four kids dialogue moment when Bakura's <laughs> like, check his posts, Yugi! Which, Joey immediately gets back up, and he's like, nah, I'm fine. Like, after <laughs> Bakura says this. Uh, because, again, he really hasn't been thrown that hard. No. It's more Kaiba's like, you are grabbing me, and I want you to stop, so I am throwing you off of me, but not even, like, that violently. Um... As you just start shit talking him again, Joey this time challenging Kaiba to a duel. Well, yeah, because Kaiba hits the monkey button. Yeah, yeah I do love. He calls him, he calls him a says, dueling monkey, and then Joey's yeah. like, "All right, we're dueling." No, my favorite part <laughs> is Kaiba now. calls him. Yeah, my favorite part is Kaiba calls him a dueling monkey, and even Tristan's like, "Oh, he did the monkey thing." Like even Tristan <laughs> points out that this is coming up oddly a lot. <laughs> Which we're gonna talk about another thing that just keeps coming up a yeah. lot. Joey's got <laughs> Joey's got two got two buttons. We'll get to the second one in the next episode. Yeah, or probably I think by the end of this one, but we'll see. Um Joey just keeps yelling insults at Kaiba. Teasing him about losing to Yugi, which I love the character like moment, like expression change here, because Kaiba mm-hmm. goes from this very stern face to when he's like, Yeah, you can't even beat fucking Yugi, eh? You want fucking duel me, eh? And Kaiba goes from like straight faced to just this little smile, and he's like, Alright. <laughs> but we play with my new dueling technology. But like yeah, I, the yeah, moment I can take that he's ten like, minutes out of my day. Yeah, it's the moment that Kaiba's like, you know what? I'm going to enjoy this. <laughs> uh, so he opens the attache case, and it has a bunch of cards in it again. Like, I think like it's... currency. This, I'm pretty sure it's the same case I that think he it brought is. to Grandpa's. But now it has two little discs that they will duel off of. A like dual some kind disc, of, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> I do love the dual disc becomes a staple of this franchise during Battle City. And it looks like a wrist- much better than. Oh, yeah. But the name dual disc doesn't really make that much sense with the wrist thing. I guess the center of it is still disc Yeah, the center is still the most disc, part, yeah. Like the main part of it. It feels more like you'd call it like a dual blade. Dual blade, make dual wing, sense. dual deck. Dual wing would probably make the most sense, especially considering Kaiba loves dragons and he's the well, one. I think because it also this. folds out, so it looks more disc-like till you activate it. I think, um, but I also, know, it's, it's yeah, been a it's, while. it's it's dumb. But also, yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, it is so fucking cool. Yeah, the, it the is for second version. This first version, absolutely the fucking <laughs> SpaceX of fucking dual disc technology. Yeah, I don't. Oh yeah, I don't understand how this thing so even works. Yeah. But it, this one, I'm like, this is an actual dual disc. Yeah. <laughs> this is a disc. <laughs> this, this is Bakugan. Disc. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kaiba then gives us just a quick techno babble version of how this all works. Holograms, <laughs> son. It doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. And they start dueling, which, as far as I can tell, this thing has like one summon spot. And that's it. Like, yeah, you can't play magic cards and shit. I don't know how shit. that's supposed to work. Because, like, there's four little spots around the outside of the disc. 
but there are five monster slots and five magic and trap card slots, and there's no real room for either of those. Hence why I said it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't. I, yeah, I have literally no idea what this was supposed to do. Other than look cool. Uh, look, which, you know what, I'll be honest, I think it looks pretty cool. I think it's dumb. I don't think it makes any fucking sense. But neither does anything it's else my, in the show. It's madness, but I like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's total lunacy, but it's great. Uh, But yeah, then Kaiba throws the thing super fucking dramatically to start this duel. Like, he's like, let's go! Like, camera spinning around, speed lines around him, throws the disc, and out comes Battle Ox, which... He's like, everyone's like, oh, these holograms are better than the holograms on the, like, dual decks or whatever, which they look the same. Mm -hmm. uh, except yeah. apparently this one has smell-o-vision. Yeah, his line is, it breathes, it snarls, my du dueling disc even simulates its odor. And I'm just like, <laughs> why? There's so many dual monsters that are just I like fucked smell the blue up. Eyes. Yeah, they're just like <laughs> fucked up looking piles of goo that I don't yeah, right? want to smell. I would not want to smell anything. The zombie deck. Yeah, I was gonna say that was, that was like literally what I was gonna say. But anyway, Joey throws out the armored lizard, which is weaker because yeah. really it just seems like a lot of this would be solved if Joey just took like five seconds to read. Well, if like, Joey, here's yeah, the thing. If Joey learned how to read, he would be really good at Yu-Gi-Oh. Well, here's the <laughs> weird thing. Like, in normal duels, the attack and, like, defense... The attack and defense stats for the monster flashes up whenever they're summoned. In the dual disc one specifically, it doesn't. Like, so at maybe, all. This the, entire yeah. fight. So maybe it just, like, really space doesn't show up. Yeah. <laughs> but, but also, at this point... He, he should, should have know. some yeah. idea. Yeah, like, again, if you were going to be like, hey, what's a really good deck? I'm going to look at Seto Kaiba's deck. Um, He is the top-ranked duelist in the whole world. <laughs> I should know. Deck if he that fucking, shit. Yeah, if he fucking throws out a Battle Ox or whatever the fuck was his first card, you should be like, I know what is happening. When mm -hmm. when I see a Battle Ox and I summon my armored goddamn lizard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which the armor prevents the attack. Yeah. Does this it? This is technically a duel, but this duel is the least duel-feeling duel that we've had so it far. Is it is at this point that Joey enters his fuck-around-and-find-out phase. Yeah, because it just turns into him throwing the duel yo-yo over and over again and summoning monsters and Kaiba doing the same. Except, like, they drop the idea that, like, Joey drops the Flame Swordsman, and they're like, Battle Ox is resistant to flame-based monsters. Which yeah, is sure, another, why not? Yeah, <laughs> yeah bullshit uh -huh. thing for the sake of bullshit. Uh, Kaiba, throughout all this, it's mostly, like, a character thing. Uh, as Kaiba just keeps digging at Joey's need to have Yugi there to help him. Well, Kaiba, uh, until we we should also establish Kaiba is doing nothing here. Joey is just summoning shit monster after shit monster and ramming it into Kaiba's singular monster. Oh no, you forget. The after Flame Swordsman, Kaiba's like, here's my next move. I'm just gonna fusion to make oh, yeah, yeah, horsemen. Yeah. To make a bigger monster. But yeah, mm -hmm. the bigger monster I'll put it out like this. Battle Ox is seventeen hundred attack. Rabbit horseman, two thousand attack. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's not good. But the, both these <laughs> Battle Ox is fine, I guess. Rabbit mm -hmm. Horseman's terrible. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. an absolute trash card. But here here we go battling again. It's still stronger yeah. than everything say, that Joey throws at it. 
Yeah, before, yeah, fuck, like, yeah, after the move where Kaiba, like, brings out his fusion monster, this is when he starts calling Joey, like, a scared dog or, like, a whimpering dog. Just, like, or over a, and over yeah. again. Which, like, yeah, Kaiba does this a lot in this scene. This is going to come up a lot in these three episodes. (laughs) This specific brand of insults to Joey, for some reason, becomes, like, the focus. Uh, So Joey summons his red eyes. Being like, alright, time for me to bring out my big monster. Let's go. Ah, yeah. God, every time I start doing the Joey voice, I want to just be like, love the Mets. Gotta love the Mets. Gotta love the Mets. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go, Mets. (laughs) That kind of shit. Um, So yeah, Kaiba, I do love, he's like, I summon the Red Eyes Black Dragon, and Kaiba just starts smiling. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, cool, dude. Yeah, it just feels like Kaiba's just pumped to see a dragon. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, you know what? Maybe Joey does got something going on here. Unfortunately, gotta kill him. Yeah, yeah, he's fucked. Yes. Like, no matter what happens here, this guy is dead as f. But, because I oh, drew yeah. my blue eyes on turn two, and I've just been sitting here this entire time. Oh, it feels like that. So, like, yeah, Joey does get one kill on Kaiba, and is like, ah, you fucked. And Kaiba's like, you know, this game. Like, that's not how this works. <laughs> and then Kaiba throws out the blue eyes white dragon, which is also not how this game works. Um, but he just throws that shit out, kills the red eyes, Joey loses. That's it. This duel is very quick and barely a duel. Yeah, he's not wrong. Kaiba, as I described it, then just doms the hell out of Joey, <clears throat> who is sitting there seeming like injured, like grandpa was. Just like, you're a dog. You're a scared little dog. Yeah, he calls him a dog like ten times in the span of two minutes. He kind of destroys Joey psychosexually in a way that is <laughs> uncomfortable to watch. Someone get destroyed that 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 level in a show. Right? It's he's going to He's going to sleep and dream about this. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think I use the word Doms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he like, has no idea how to deal with the fact that he's just been so thoroughly freaking owned. Mm. The gang tells Kaiba to fuck off. <laughs> so Joey is like <laughs> just starting to feel confident about himself. Yeah, but like Joey started this. Yeah. One, Joey started this. Two, Kaiba asserts that he's just like, look, Pegasus is ruthless camp but ruthless <laughs> he is going to be this is a line from Yukio fridge he's going to be so much worse to them than kaiba's being so he's like if y'all can't handle someone being mean to you you're not going to succeed i have a small question do you think beating the everything piss out of joey was like cathartic for kaiba oh after extremely he off, after he came off his loss from yugi he's just like okay still got it oh boy Oh, that's 100% what this is. I mean, like, also, I have no doubt in my mind. He's like, I've been shot at. I had to fucking live in the seat. And then this dumb fuck is talking to me right now. (laughs) Absolutely not. I'm just going to beat the shit out of him. And he's going to cry. And I'm going to be like, look, Yugi, that's your friend. (laughs) Look, you looks at Yugi. Look, I might be dueling Joey, but I'm thinking of you the entire time. (laughs) 
Oh, yeah. This whole duel, Joey is the last thing Kaiba is thinking about. <laughs> Beating Joey is so just tertiary to all the things that this lets him get out. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Kaiba asserts to all of them. He's like, I'm going to have to play this ruthlessly in order to beat Pegasus, and I don't need friends. Again, assuring his downfall. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen Kaiba also like before. Yeah, Kaiba also, like, to prove this, he's just like, hey, I saw Pegasus duel in the Intercontinental Tournament in New York City, which he goes, like, way out of his way to say in New York City, <laughs> which feels like a four kidsism. But also, I know that in continuity, Bandit Keith is one of only, like, two Americans in the sub of <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! So Who's maybe the second not. one? Uh, Pegasus. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Pegasus is canonically a white man. Yeah, they're exactly two American reps. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha, okay. The and that's man why they're fighting American... each other in the same place. Okay, cool, makes sense. Yeah, exactly. The guy Everything's the American coming flag together. for a bandana <laughs> and the evil businessman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, this is the duality of America. Well, he's it an evil businessman who becomes a good businessman. Yeah. <laughs> Only like, in the anime. He like a, a businessman. He helps the heroes, but I feel like he's still kind of, like, neutral. Uh, but uh, anyway. He seems like a tr pretty fun guy. Yeah. They do <laughs> establish here Pegasus. that... Yeah. They do establish here that the reason Kaiba was at this tournament was because he was Pegasus's guest of honor. Which... Which they, I feel like they did really funnier because, like, yeah. when they show Kaiba at the duel, he looks so pissed to just be there. He's in like a shitty little folding chair, arms crossed. Oh yeah, it's just so eyes good. blazing. He looks like the older brother that was dragged to your like <laughs> soccer tournament. <laughs> he definitely just... didn't want to go, but the shareholders were like, "No, you need to make a public appearance." Yeah, which like it makes sense. Because Pegasus and Kaiba are the heads of the two companies that essentially run the world. And are polar opposites in personality. Oh, yeah. But Pegasus was playing in the finals against the young, hotshot bandit Keith. That is how they describe him. <laughs> uh, Keith seems like he's doing pretty well. But then Pegasus just kind of gets up and grabs a kid out of the crowd. Just gives him a piece of paper with notes written on it of how to beat Bandit Keith, which feels unnecessary and doesn't really <laughs> prove <laughs> the point. Because he's like, I don't have to duel you, a child could beat you, is like what Pegasus tells Bandit Keith. It's but not this, child, happens, but yeah. this child did not beat him. No. Pe Pegasus beat him because he knew what he was going to play. Because he, he, he literally tells him. the kid. Yeah. He literally tells the kid, like, hey. Bandit Keith's going to play this, and then you're going to play this, and you're going to win. That's it. Which, like, just feels like a lot of extra steps added for one move. Well, I don't even understand how the kid won here. Because Bandit Keith's like, ha I'm going to play my monster that has 2400 attack. And the kid's like, okay, the paper says I should play this that has 1850 attack. And Bandit Keith's like, fuck, I lost. Wait, I, I didn't even know I'm fucking that. dead. Oh, yeah, because, like, I saw the first card, and then I saw the kid put the card down, and, like, I'm pretty sure that had less less attack, so I, like, re it does. This card, this card is not real. Yeah, but, like, and even then, like, by the fake logic of the show, this shouldn't have worked unless there was, like, yeah, but a magic card but or something. Yeah, there's an ability on it or something, yeah. Yeah, it makes no yeah. sense. Yeah, he plays, uh, 
like Garnica Elephantis, something like that. I've heard it is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's yeah. some like weird tribute monster from early Yu-Gi-Oh that is like, yeah, it's fine. It's twenty four hundred. Um, so it's it's a red eyes black dragon. Um, <laughs> uh, does nothing else, and then yeah, he, the kid summons. I don't know. It's like fucking another elephant creature. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that and literally no, we have no idea why. No he other context. He's just like he, d- he just goes. Uh, I think I just took all your points. life points. Yeah, get fucked, idiot nerd. Which ass. is like, a good no. line read. Yeah, yeah, it is great. I don't think uh, the kid off script goes. That's a pretty cool monster, but this just beats it and then like destroys him. Yeah, <laughs> and somehow this works. But all right. Yeah. This goes back to the present, which Yuki then has a cost-effective flashback instead of just a flashback to when he was dueling Pegasus and Pegasus just kept calling out exactly what monsters he was going to play. So then Yuki tells Kaiba not to be a dick. (laughs) No. More or less, that, that pretty much boils down to what he says. And Kaiba is like, look, this is the only way I'm actually going to be able to beat Pegasus. Yugi though is like we're fighting this on the same side we're on the same team but anyway I hope you beat Pegasus and get your brother back and then Kaiba's like I hope you succeed too just don't get in my way <laughs> which is a surprisingly nice line from Kaiba to Yugi <laughs> at least to me I was like I was yeah, not expecting thought, him to be yeah. the sportsman mm-hmm. I don't think yeah I don't think like Kaiba's a, a malicious bastard or something no no, it doesn't feel like out of character. Oh, this is where the episode ends, by the way. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's like out of character for Kaiba. It's just kind of surprising to see that their relationship trending this way this fast. Like, I feel like the yeah, answer right? it usually takes longer. Because yeah, Kaiba was def- that, definitively yeah. an asshole in the first one, but it seems like they actually took him having his evil size excised or evil side excised out of him to like heart and the characterization in this scene. Yeah, which is a little weaker of a character arc when it's just like, I physically removed the evil from you. Unlike, say, like, Tien in Dragon Ball, where basically Roshi had to, like, break him mentally a little bit (laughs) to help him, like, reach his low point to then see what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And didn't, like, literally just walk up and mafuba the evil out of him or some (laughs) shit. (laughs) But what if he did? Uh, It would have been less interesting. We probably wouldn't have enjoyed it as much. Okay, but what if Roshi also had a blue eyes white dragon? I mean, that would have been cool as shit. See, there you go. Kaiba wins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what if Kaiba was Roshi? <laughs> Master Roshi? Mm. The worst canon we've ever invented. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the sub version of this, the fucking Joey and Tristan are apparently both perverts. Oh, yeah, but that's. Oh, yeah, but that's, that's just anime surprising. 101. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, cut on over to episode 17, Arena of Lost Souls, part one. So I was like, oh, okay, all right, we got a two-part duel <laughs> on our hands. Uh, so this one opens with Joey in a dreamscape running away from the blue-eyes white dragon until he, like, backs into Kaiba and starts begging him for mercy. Kaiba starts calling him a dog and giving him commands, <laughs> which Joey obeys and is now in a dog costume. Which Joey I'm has just awakened being, a new fetish. Yeah, I'm sitting here being like, I think they just put all these fucking dog lines in the last episode to make this make sense. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which makes me want to see the sub and see if he does call him like a dog at least once. I feel like I mean, he, he has, has to. He might, yeah. 
I feel like you can have him worry about this kind of thing without literally having to have him turn into a dog in his dream. Or without having to have him be called a dog a million times before turning into a dog in his dream, but whatever. I think he does uh, be called a this dog. This is not where it dogs. starts to get weird, at least for me. <laughs> uh, it was a little excessive last episode. It will only get more excessive. Joey just wakes up pissed as hell and then wakes everyone up and be like, all right, let's go. Let's get the fuck out of here. Uh, we got to go duel. Taya lets everybody know who is distinctly coming from a different location. Anyway, well, yeah, because Taya- she took the entire tent for herself. Yeah. Fucked up. I think Maya <laughs> was supposed to be in there, right? Wasn't that the idea? Well, she I, was in She there. disappeared before they set up okay. the tent and everything. Yeah, yeah Taya yeah. lets them know that Mai left, because they were asking about Mai, apparently, even though she was not present the entire last episode. <laughs> um, and apparently Mai left Yugi a note being like, I owe you eight star chips. Goodbye, hun. An extremely smudged note, because I assume it was written in Japanese. Yeah, yeah. that's where I'm at, too, on that one. Um, But then Yugi's like, oh, we can trust Mai. I don't know why <laughs> yeah, that's the... The vibes are good. The vibes yeah. are good, dude. Cuts, just hard cut to the gang now just wandering through the woods, which happens a lot, honestly. I mean, where else are they going to go? Yeah. That they're wondering how many people must be left in the tournament by now. And then they uh, make sure to really boldly, loudly state what Yugi and Joey have at stake personally. To be like, oh, <laughs> remember, Yugi, you got to save your grandpa. And remember, Joey, you got to get your sister her eye surgery. So am I the like, only one that whenever Joey says, like, Serenity, I get a flashback to that, like, uh, Sonic fan, that Snapcube Sonic fan dub whenever Shadow is like, Maria, and then the space station explodes? Yes, I think about that, is, that often. That is the only thing that goes through my head every time Joey goes, Serenity. <laughs> boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, boom. Honestly. <laughs> I, just needed, I just needed to get that off my chest. Please continue. I'm glad that Thank we talked about it. Thank you for getting it off your it. chest, yeah. Yeah. Yugi you could trust us like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yugi also extrapolates that at this point, uh, anybody left must be a good duelist. Because smart, like it's smart, they're yeah. a while mm-hmm. in. Makes sense, yeah. yes. And then Joey gets a little timid. And then Tristan <laughs> starts bringing the dog shit back around, calling him like a scared dog or whatever. Once again, which why I literally is Joey just... friends with any of these people except yeah, for like so, Yugi. It's so true. Every time you're just like Yugi's like the only ass, good friend. Asshole. Yeah, Yugi's the only one that's nice to him. Uh, they are also being watched by a trio of punks, one of whom looks like a little decrepit zombie boy. Please His get that is... man a sandwich. Yeah, his name is Bones, and With not a Z. Yeah, I was gonna say it's B O N Z. <laughs> Bonds. I won't lie; it took me a while into the episode to notice this. Like, I have the subtitles on, but I was writing notes a lot of mm-hmm. times when they said his name, and I had to go back and like Control F replace all the times I wrote <laughs> Bones with Bones because I was like, I can't not point out the Z. The name's Bonds, yeah. Jimmy Bonds. There's also a guy with crazy red hair and tiny glasses. Who's an Australian surfer. Yeah, Yeah. vaguely British or Australian, and they call him Sid, which part (laughs) of me wanted to know, like, with his accent, is this supposed to be a low-key Sid Vicious reference? 
I don't know, but I, I thought I who that is. So the, maybe uh, the lead singer of the Sex Pistols, oh. who is dead, but mm. is a maybe. British punk. So I was kind of like maybe. Well, I got Australian do surfer vibes off him because it doesn't. He's like a bra at some point. I, I don't, don't quite remember. He said something surfery. Yeah. Oh, and then the big there's a big guy in the middle who talks like this, like who literally, was the, who like was the that. dumb one. Yeah, oh, you and mean his Zygor? Name, yeah, I was about to say his name <laughs> fucking Zygor. Like he's an enemy in Elden Ring. Oh, dude, his IQ dropped like 30 points as soon as he was named. Yeah, yeah. he was Instantly actually died. smarter that they called him that, <laughs> and it was like the orb of confusion in like Spongebob. <laughs> yeah, just right. it dropped his intelligence. Oh, that uh, poor kid. The trio God, of, he's dead. Yeah, <laughs> the trio of goods then realize that the one with the protagonist haircut is Yuki. So they leave to go tell their boss. Hard cut to them talking to their boss, who is <laughs> Bandit Keith, the oh. most American man in all of anime. Uh, and they reiterate, like, everything they just saw. And Keith's like, heh. I'm not afraid of Yugi, because all I know is his reputation. I've never witnessed this with my own eyes. They're like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay. And if yeah. I ain't seen it, it don't exist. Yeah, it ain't which is, real. Which is an incredibly American attitude. <laughs> <laughs> this is just uh, accurate. Yeah. Then we get to a flashback of the flashback from the last episode <laughs> yeah. of Keith getting fucked up by Pegasus. My notes here are just, please, Keith, we've seen this already. Stop. <laughs> and that's Bandit Keith has to like glare over his shoulder at Pegasus's castle to be like, I'll take you down, Pegasus. Also, also we're going to go mm -hmm. take down Joey, because even though I just said I'm not afraid of Yugi, obviously Joey doesn't have a I am afraid of Yugi. Yeah. <laughs> also, in the flashback, he, Bandit Keith calls Pegasus like a mullet head or something like that, which is not his yes. hair at all. Yeah, not I don't even know a little where this bit. comes from. Yeah, I don't understand. Pegasus part. just has long hair. It is He's not. He's just a got long hair. That's nowhere close to a mullet. Pegasus is again one of the more sensible hairstyles of all of Yu-Gi-Oh. And I feel like this it might sound, but I feel like Bandit Keith would just respect someone having a mullet. Mold. Honestly, he I mean, for someone would. named Bandit Keith with an American flag do rag, yeah, first I mean, name Bandit, last name Keith. First of all, he should know what a mullet is, and two, don't forget he would that respect he has, anybody wearing it. Yeah, don't forget that he has like a sleeveless jean jacket on. <laughs> yeah, too. sleeveless jean jacket, sunglasses on in a dark cave. Yeah, which we're <laughs> not in the true. cave yet. He's out in the middle of a field right now, <laughs> so the sunglasses make sense. But he's always wearing the sunglasses, unless he needs to take them off dramatically for a line delivery. <laughs> and also, which he isn't wearing the sunglasses when he was at the tournament where he got beat by Pegasus. Um, nope. But yeah, he is just American biker chic. Just <laughs> again, it's almost like someone who has never been to America creating the like vague notion of an American. Uh, they weren't far which off. Is very funny. Uh, so cut to the gang. And Joey's like, we're being watched. They fucking tell you. Ah, like runs off, which Joey's right. Because we can <laughs> see Sid and Zygor in a bush just washing him. <laughs> it's, this feels like one of those moments where it feels like Joey's going like, I need to go piss. And they didn't want to yeah. say that. 
So the dub came like up with something yeah. different. Especially yeah, because he's, like, just hanging out at a waterfall afterwards. Yeah, he's like, ooh, finally feeling like I'm not being watched anymore. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely Instantly. just busting for a piss in the subs, wasn't yeah. he? It feels like it, now that I think about it. That makes a lot more sense. That's what I was thinking. Um, but yeah, also cut to... Uh, we see the, the goons looking at Joey. Cut to Bones and Bandit Keith in a cave. Bones is scared of bats, apparently. <laughs> uh, but they come down here to go to a creepy hidden duel arena. Keith then checks out, zo- like, fucking Bones' deck, making sure he's got plenty of zombie cards. And Keith's like, hold on, you're going to need a couple more powerful ones. And he opens up his jacket <laughs> to show that it is lined on both sides with alt decks. This Yo makes kid, Bandit you want to buy a watch? I was going to say, this makes Bandit Keith the closest to playing this game the way someone who is actually good at Yu-Gi-Oh! would play Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> Keith is the only one that's shown to have, like, a rotating collection of cards that he subs in and out, depending on the needs of the duel. Do you think he also cheated beforehand like Weevil and learned about the arenas with the uh, power bonuses and was just like, fuck, I gotta have, like, 20 decks on hand? That would make sense, honestly. And would let Keith get over the problem that we discussed of people just hanging out near the arena where they would have an advantage. Except they do that. Except the way he gets around it is by conking them on the back of the head and then just kidnapping them. Yeah, Keith gets over this with, like, assault and kidnapping. (laughs) Um, Speaking of, Bandit Keith... Let's Bones know they're heading to a graveyard to give his cards a boost. Bones, like, I'm not gonna let you down, Keith. And Keith's like, yeah, if you do, I'm gonna beat the fucking shit out of you. And, like, knocks him <laughs> over. He's like, beat the shit out of you. Beat the shit out of you, piece of shit. And that brings Bones face to face with a bunch of skulls. Bones freaks out. And Keith's like, hey, these skulls aren't as ugly as your fucking face. <laughs> Which I'm just like, uh, man, Bandit Keith sucks. management. Yeah, Bandit Keith's just the worst leader. Yeah, there's just, I don't understand why they like him other than he's a good duelist, but he's just like a huge asshole. Mm-hmm. Well, he I is... mean, you worked for somebody named Bandit Keith, I mean. Look, yeah, I mean, like, we all, I understand. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a damn fool. I understand what happens <laughs> when you work for the Keith, but I am like, guys, this guy's an asshole. Like, I, it's just, just, it's just a it competition. Doesn't... You can just leave. You yeah, it doesn't make a ton of sense why they would pair up with him. If it's shit, hit the bricks. Exactly. But anyway, cut to Joey at a waterfall like we discussed before, and he gets kidnapped by Zygor and wakes up at the graveyard duel dome, which Joey could just refuse this duel. <laughs> he could just leave. Yeah. Bones again, pops Joey out. Joey can just leave. <laughs> yeah. Bones pops out. Very dramatically behind, like, a a fucking tombstone and shit, which Joey is now convinced that he is a ghost. (laughs) I Uh, mean, wouldn't you be? Look at him. Oh, for sure. But the gang is now just all wondering where Joey is. Yugi figures that he's been challenged to a duel, so Bakora tells him, like, hey, let's split up and look for him. But you have no way to contact the the others. Okay, bye. So, Bakora and Tristan go one way, Taya and Yugi go the other. They're still just in the middle of the woods, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, back at the arena, 
Joey straight up has passed out standing up. <laughs> so Zygor has to throw a skull at his face to wake him up. I got a question. If you're going to kidnap him and force him to duel for all his starships, why don't you just steal them? Yeah, at that point, just take them off his wrist. They they had that would have made that's, more sense. That's highly illegal. But also so totally kidnapping. but also legal by the rules of which there are none. Excuse me, sir, yeah. that's highly illegal. <laughs> but yeah, Bones keeps trying to scare Joey, so Joey just says, Hey, you got a fucking ugly face. And everyone else starts laughing <laughs> and agrees with Joey. And then Joey's up like, when your hey. friends just just dominate you like this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Joey points out, like, you know, I never agreed to be kidnapped for this duel. But Keith's like, you have no other options. Keith says that, like, Joey, he's like, the only other option you have is to just give us your chips and crawl out like a scared dog. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> he hit the dog button. Joey is activated. <laughs> he even has a flashback to his own nightmare from last episode. <laughs> or earlier this episode. Fuck. Uh, so Joey's like, alright, I got a duel now, and wagers all four of his chips on this fucking duel. <laughs> so we've established that Joey has a monkey button for if you want to piss him off, and a dog button for just, like, general manipulation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one of the goons also points out that zo- Bones has a bunch of zombie cards and they're in a graveyard. So Bones it's going to get a field bonus on like most of his cards. And Bones boldly announces that you don't stand a chance and I was very disappointed. Yeah. I was extraordinarily shocked I was he didn't so, say ghost. I was so ready to move the counter up and no, no. No. Yeah, I think the other ghost of a chance that down. Bones says doesn't happen until Duelist Kingdom. Ah, bastard. You mean Battle City? Or Battle City, yeah. Sorry. Ah, bastard. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, this is the start of the duel. And Bo, or yeah, cut to Tristan and Bacora real quick before the duel really gets started in earnest. Who are just lost. Cut to <laughs> Yugi and Taya, who find the waterfall that Joey was... You know, just hanging out by, totally not doing anything else. <laughs> and then cut back to Joey, and now the duel actually starts with Keith straight up backseat dueling. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, Chase. Um, this duel fucking sucks. Uh, first start. <laughs> yes. Um, to all this. Um, so this begins like a lot of, like, just like very boring beginning. I'm kind of going to skip over it. Bones is going to summon a bunch of moves that just get instantly destroyed to Joey's monster. So Bones starts losing LP. And Bones the whole time is like, why can't you let me summon this zombie monster, Keith? And Keith's like, shut the fuck up. I have a strategy, you dumb sack of shit. His strategy is dumb. I just want to. Yeah. I just want to say I love that he's like, I've got a strategy. I won't lead you wrong. And like while like Zygor starts being like, yeah, Keith would lead us long. Keith's one of the best. And as he's saying this, like over him, Sid's just going, right. Right, yeah, right, right, uh-huh, right. <laughs> like, He's like psyching with, himself up. It's yeah, very yeah, yeah. funny. When will this guy fuck us up? Later that very same day. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Keith, uh, so there's like, they're, they're fighting, blah, blah, blah. Um, Joey has had this axe raider out for long enough. And um, the only interesting thing to be noted at the beginning of this fight is that there's a crass clown summoned. Mm-hmm. I talked a little bit earlier about what we would call... Um, Clown deck? A clown clown control. 
this is one of those cards, which is just, if you change it from defense position to attack position, it bounces a monster card in the field. Um, so it was really good um, when you could use it effectively with other spell cards and stuff. It was a really good control card. Here, it's just being used as a card. It doesn't do anything. But just point that out there that that's one of those cool cards that appears. I also want to point out just previous episode, I forgot to bring it up. The card doesn't exist when the game was made. Eventually, the flying elephant card that was made by, um, what's it called? The Kid. The Kid will be made into a card in 2018. I just want to point that mm. out now while we're here. Um, because uh. they will they will mine, Yu-Gi-Oh! will mine this anime for cards forever. Well, I mean, why um, wouldn't you? I think, yeah, I think it's very fun. I like it. I'm nothing, I have nothing against that other than using the word mine, which might sound rough. So, <laughs> Joey is destroying all the monsters he summons a flame swordsman and blah 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 just destroying bones bones draws call of the haunted so this is where this whole episode is going to revolve around is a singular card called call of the haunted which is just not used correctly at all um well yeah it's because it's fucking broken it's, in its yeah. form yeah in this mm. form this is what happens when he plays it all your destroyed monsters that are in the graveyard are revived as zombies constantly it's like constant it's a recycle it's a never-ending spell Mm-hmm. In the in the in the regular card game, this is also considered a very good card. This is considered one of the one of those really really good cards you would put in a lot of your decks early on and for like a long time afterwards. Um, this card works just like this. This is a trap card. It's a trap card, not a spell card, and it's a monster reborn trap card. So during any any time in the game, you can activate the trap card Call of the Haunted, and you can special summon one monster in your graveyard, and you can pop it up in attack position. Uh, special summon in an attack position, and when it leaves the battlefield or leaves the field, it destroys the the monster reborn card, the Call of the Haunted. So it's really good. It's a trap card monster reborn. It's really good because example wise, since it's a trap card, it can be activated at any time. You can mm. say, "I'm going to attack," and I go, "Okay, Call of the Haunted. Do you still want to attack?" Right? Like mm-hmm. I yeah. can. It's pretty much having like a good thing, and it can be. It can bring back any card, and it special summons it. Which, as Yu Gi Oh goes on, monsters have the thing where it goes when I'm special summoned, this happens becomes oh, yeah. a huge part of Yu Gi Oh. Call of the Haunted is this really great card. Uh, mm. They for some reason I do don't say, use it as that. Yeah, Call of the Haunted comes out, and this is where we get a break in the duel because we cut to Tristan, who is. Just with Taya now. Like, no, like, them reconvening. Uh, and they find Joey's wallet, which they know it's his because it just has a big picture of Serenity in it. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Earlier, this is where this is where my note of Serenity, kaboom, is. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Big that. <laughs> yeah. But this is where they're like, maybe Joey's been kidnapped. He'd never lose his wallet. He'd never be this careless. <laughs> Only an idiot would do that. Yeah. That's when they just see a cave nearby, and they're like, this fails the vibe check, and go in. <laughs> and then they just come across two coffins just sitting in there, and Taya and Bakora just walk up and start touching them. They pop open, two skeletons fall on Taya and Bakora, so Tristan and Yugi, like, beat them off of them. Well, like, they're fucking around with the coffins, and, like, this chain activates off-screen, opening the lids. I don't yeah. know how that happened. You just kind of did. Which is apparently just like a trap that Pegasus just set up yeah, there. Yeah, Pegasus like, has a lot of weird things in this cave just for shits and or giggles. Yeah, he just thinks it's funny at this point. <laughs> oh yeah, Which I agree with. It is very funny that Pegasus has set up a fucking death dungeon for literally no foreseeable reason. <laughs> well, somebody might come across it. <laughs> this could He's be like, fun for someone. 
<laughs> if someone finds it, it'll be cool as shit. <laughs> well, anyways, time to kill this Back kid. Back to my comics. Yeah. <laughs> well, time to kill this kid. But yeah, and we get a little bit of the duel... Like, back at the duel, with now all the monsters that came back are now zombie types, so they all get field bonuses. Yeah, they get field and power bonuses. They also look grosser now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because Joey tries to kill them with the Axe Raider, and they just regenerate. Yep. So Joey's on the back foot, and that's how the first episode ends. Well, yes, because yeah. as Bone says, they come back as zombies with the power of immortality. Yep. Mm-hmm. Next, next, next episode. Um, yeah, Arena of Lost Souls, which picks up. I just have to add in the edit. There's like a jarring start to this that makes it feel like it's just a cut in the middle of an episode, as opposed to like the opening of an episode. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I guess four kids just combined some episodes or did something here because it feels very jarring. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It could just be like four kids weird editing. Hmm. Um, so what happens next is just a, a, the conga line, we'll call it, of clown bullshit. Um, Joey <laughs> is going to just lose his monsters and att- set monsters, and what happens here is this also, is what we sorry. learn. Sorry, oh, just to interrupt you, one, one second, because this is important. When the zombies come back, they have a shit ton of attack and literally zero for defense. Yeah, I was literally about to get into okay. this. So this is what I was going to describe. In this mode, zombies have zero defense, and... They have high attack. Whenever one of them dies, they come back and get an attack bonus because, for some reason, if they die, they get stronger because of the called the haunted because zombies right now because zombies, dude. Who cares? Um, by I'm, I'm saying who cares because this is how the show feels. They are also going to interject thirty five new rules just being said out <laughs> loud to to like make cover this over work. this work. Yeah, make this work while covering it over. So. The, the, the big three monsters we have are the armored zombie, the dragon zombie, and the clown zombie. They're not going by the original names anymore. Um, Joey is going to summon a bunch of cars. He's going to summon cars, get, and there's going to have a Kaiba, the Kaiba moments again where he summons a monster, maybe gets a kill with it. Monster comes back, kills him. He's slowly losing life points, blah, blah, blah. Garuzis is going down. Um, my favorite name for a monster. <laughs> um, yeah. I fucking love Garuzis. Um, we'll, we'll see Garuzis quite a bit. Um, just a terrible card. Eventually, Joey's like, how do I get an out to this? And he summons the Time Wizard. Oh, no. And this is the only time he's going to go, fuck, he's got a Time Wizard? How's this fucking moron idiot ass got a Time Wizard? That's an incredibly powerful card, which is always funny to hear about Time <laughs> Wizard. Um, go- Joey goes to activate it. It pulls his flame swordsman and the Time Wizard into a portal because he had failed. This is the first time we're going to see Joey lose his luck. And it takes away, you know, the flamethrower, and he loses a bunch of his life points. Because when he summons the time wizard, I jiggled my mouse, and there were still, like, 12, 13 minutes left in the episode. Like, well, this is far too early for this to work. Yeah, I was very much like... I do love that when Joey draws the time wizard, he just, like, has a flashback laid in, like, monologue, where he's just like, Yeah, time wizard always works! I gotta use the time wizard! (laughs) Uh, When has the time wizard ever failed? Today it fails, Joey. No. Leaving you with despair. And I thought I was going to come back and, like, give him... When I first, like, when I was rewatching these, like, a long time ago, I was like, does it come back and, like, help him again? It does not. He just loses this. This um, is, like, the last time, time he uses Time Wizard. No, it is not the last time he uses Time Wizard. <laughs> it will it come back never and help him It is again. his staple card outside of the realm. No, it, it, I actually don't know if it ever helps him again, but he will summon it again. Um, It, it will yeah. help... Look, the future duel, some fucking wacky shit happens with this Time Wizard card. Oh, yeah. It just keeps oh, getting I more will crazy. Say, 
before the Time Wizard came out, they do cut away from the duel back to the gang, like, walking around in the cave. And they notice that Bakora's not with them. Yep, and then they turn gone. and hear him yelling, and there's just a skeleton on his back. So Somehow Tristan, he's been attacked by a skeleton. Yeah, Tristan, like, pulls it off of him and, like, stops the skull to, like, dust. And then he's just <laughs> like, from now on, don't pick up any more hitchhikers. Which is, it, Tristan's got to stop trying to do one-liners. Yeah, he's <laughs> Take, uh, Takes off his sunglasses, does the Miami Vice, yeah. Yeah, but they see that there's a fork in the cave now, both with, like, skull lanterns. They're like, neither of these look promising. But then Bakora just steps on a pressure plate, and now there's a giant boulder rolling after him. Bakora trips and appears to get fucking, like, juiced by this thing. (laughs) And what I love is that Tristan's immediate response is like, don't look back, keep going! Like, no amount (laughs) of remorse for the apparent death of Bakora. Don't worry, it's just Bakora, we can live without him! (laughs) But then they come to a dead end, so Tristan just stops and he's like, well, if I can't run, I'm gonna fight. And he does, like, a move that I can only describe, it's like the bike stop thing in fucking Akira, but on foot. Like, that level of mm-hmm. drama added to this, like, hockey stop. I, uh, I just went, I just went, ah, uh, I love Resident Evil 5. I was yeah. just about to say, and then he punches <laughs> the boulder like he's Chris fucking Redfield. He literally says, I'm gonna punch this boulder! And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> dude, this rules! He, me mashing he, the quick time button. Yeah, which he does, and it explodes because it's a balloon with a <laughs> with like a speaker like, inside. Yeah, a speaker that's like in the shape of a ball with a bunch of speakers on it. Mister Pegasus, are you sure this is an effective use of resources? No questioning me, mustache. I have a very specific vision. Yeah, you wouldn't understand. This is why I'm the CEO. <laughs> I'm something of a self-made man. I pulled myself up on my bootstraps. <laughs> starts going into like a libertarian <laughs> rant. <laughs> I, I what I think is like super funny about this to me is like he obviously made this right and was yeah. like this is gonna be so funny when people are in it. they're gonna like have such a fun time because like it's all fake and it's like a fun haunted house mm-hmm. and these fucking morons are just utterly terrified of it where like I legitimately don't think there was anything malicious in like him making this he was just like oh this would be fun <laughs> everyone would love this and everyone's like i fucking hate this it's like <laughs> a spooky like, no! graveyard there are skeletons yeah. everywhere yeah mm. he's like a little spooky graveyard give you zombie cards i made i love my zombie cards i love this call the haunted <laughs> butts and ass card i made well everyone's gonna love it and then it's like everyone hated it sir and he's like no cut to <laughs> everyone else and they're just screaming yeah everyone's like fucking mm. pissed and angry he showed up and he's like no guys <laughs> please God. i just want to be loved I just, I just want to be loved. Uh, but Cor is fine, by the way. He's just yeah twitching. Oh, he he is traumatized, but he's okay. But anyway, yeah. Then we cut back to the duel. Time roulette. Go. They bring up the scared dog thing again. At this point, um, time roulette. Go. Time roulette fails. All right. Now we're back up to speed. <laughs> yep. Woo! It's a crazy. It's a crazy little game. Um, yeah. Oh, so. and also, like right after this. Like, fucking Keith just tells Zombie Boy, like, don't finish him off yet. Let yeah. your cards get stronger and then finish him off. And I was like, yeah, everyone like, who's done this so far fucking loses. Like, Keith, this is like Keith, the most please, you can just thing. win. Yeah. <laughs> this is, like, truly insane because at this point, Bones will have, like, a million opportunities to win. Uh, and I just lose. doesn't. Hey, hint, he won't. 
Um, <laughs> so Bones summons Pumpkin, King of the Ghosts. No, no it's, just, it's just King. King. Oh, Pumpkin, Pump King, King, King of Ghosts, which King is such a great yeah. name. Sorry, I'm it's thinking a very of the card, which name. is Pump King, the King of the Ghosts. Uh, the King of Ghosts, yeah. So, we have Pump King out. This is going to be hard to explain because you're going to hear it and you're going to this doesn't make any fucking sense. Okay, so Pump King is a tribute monster. It's six stars. You tribute once for four. It has 1,800 attack, 2,000 defense. So, not a great tribute monster. Not a great card in general. But, if the Castle of Dark Illusions is face up on the field... If you get to increase the attack and defense of the Pump King by 100 points. And as long as the Castle but, of Dark Illusion remains face on the field, the attack and defense of this card continue to increase by 100 until the fourth turn. So it's just wait, a that's combo only card. Only with Castle of Dark Illusion. Yeah, only with Castle of Dark Illusion. And, and, only, by, and only by 100? Yeah. Man, they were real, real scared of that thing snowballing. Yeah. So, for example, this card would, if. Castle Dark Illusion was up, and Pump King could get out. It would technically have three; it would get three hundred attack each turn, um, which would mean it would take. I'm sorry, make sure I get this match. It would take over three turns for it to match the Summon Skull. Um, yeah, it, so it's bad. It's just a bad card. It has nothing to do with zombie types besides you know mixing with Castle of Dark Illusion. In uh. this card game, uh, it. Can, since it can be activated instantaneously because no nothing tribute summons in this game, it literally just increases the attack of zombie type monsters by ten percent uh, each turn. It's summoned forever, so it's just like a pump up card. Mm. Um, it's it's much better than I guess it would be in the game, but still like really not that good. Impressive. So, yeah, yeah, it's not like amazing, but it, it does. It's a big pumpkin, so that's fun, and with a crown on its head. So we do like we we love that. <laughs> um, we stand. So. We stand him. So he's now activated the Pump King, and now he is pumping up all his units um, with zombie stuff. Joey's going to, like, set some art cards in defense. The monsters are going to keep getting, what's it called, pumped up. Joey keeps setting mm -hmm. monsters, and he's running out of cards. And to interrupt, uh, this is when I had the moment of realization for how stool duels work in this, show, in this show. How does player two ever win? Well, because you, what you can do, player one just plays a monster in defense mode. Player two attacks and destroys it. Player one plays a monster in defense mode. Player two summons another monster, attacks and destroys it. But nobody ever goes face in this fucking show. So they just keep going until player two decks first and loses instantly. Yes. <laughs> it was. I just had the moment of, oh my god, this is even worse than I could have imagined. Yeah, it's dumb. As always, as we've been saying, this fucking makes no shit. It's just bad. It's all very badly. I don't know how they design these games. <laughs> anyway, please. Unhappy. Anyway, please continue. I just had that moment. Well, actually, I'll let I'll up. let Thomas continue because all we're gonna get to the set match, the set like jump back and forth mode until Yugi appears. Yeah, in the group. So like literally, Joey is just stuck. Summoning monsters in defense mode, Bones kills them, his monsters get stronger, back and forth, back and forth. Is there Until a hand Joey's... size limit in Yu-Gi-Oh? Uh, yeah, there is. Yeah. Okay, so Bones is just sitting there discarding all of his draws for like 20 turns, it seems like. Yeah, yeah dude. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, just as Joey thinks in his mind, man, Yugi would know what to do in a situation like this. Yugi just fucking appears at the <laughs> arena with the gang. I came Tristan, and I heard your call. Mm. 
Tristan tries to end the duel by just going and fist fighting the goons. But then one of them just hits him with like a tiny little ball bearing. <laughs> yeah. And then the other one punches him in the gut, but off screen because Way it's to go, a Tristan, kids you tried. Thing. Yeah. Joey's like, ah, let me at him. But then Keith's like, hey, if you leave if you leave the duel thing, that's it. <laughs> you forfeit. Uh so Tristan tells Joey to just win the fucking duel. And then throws yeah, just Joey win his forehead. Yeah. And throws Joey his own wallet to remind him that he's dueling for Serenity. Oh, fuck. How uh, can I forgot? I only bring it up every Joey episode. Yeah. But this is when Joey's like, hey, also, guy in the sunglasses, who the fuck are you? And Keith's like, I- I'm Bandit Keith. I'm the, inter- I'm the Intercontinental Duelist Champion. To which Yugi's like, yeah, it's the Intercontinental, du- Intercontinental Duelist Champion, Bandit Keith. <laughs> She's like, okay. <laughs> we already knew this. Joey wonders how he's going to win, but he just keeps playing monsters in defense mode over and over, and Bones just keeps killing them until Bones plays stop defense, which, in the case of this duel, just does exactly that. Which has yeah. to, which has got to be a necessity based on what we brought up earlier. Exactly. You have to run this card, otherwise and, you just lose. And as, mm. and as we said before in the, the what's it called? Clown. And not the clown in the um, what's it called in the actually you got the first card pop before. Oh. Remember, it only activates once on one monster. To make yeah, yeah, I think it was the clown player. episode that this came up, right? It might have been, yeah, it might have been the clown. Episode. Yeah, yeah. So I, think, I believe it was the clown episode. It is what it is. Um, mm. so whatever. Um, stop that. So now Joey's in a true bind because no longer can his monsters be in defense position. He now must be on the offensive position. Uh, he draws the Red Eyes Black Dragon, and he's like, cool, my the plan's coming all together, honey. Um, and he shoots the pumpkin and blows it up with the Red Eyes Black Dragon, Red Eyes Black Dragon Fire Blast Attack, whatever the fuck they're going to call it. Mm-hmm. This has not solved any problems whatsoever, <laughs> but this is the great moment, I believe, when they say, since Pumpkin's already a zombie card when destroyed, when it was originally summoned, it cannot come back, right? Is that where this comes I from? I believe so, yeah, yes. that is what yeah. they say. This is one of the craziest ruling things I've heard in my life. Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, whatever. Um, so, but then Dragon Zombie just destroys it because Dragon Zombie's already stronger than raised by Dragon, and for, and for some reason for Joey, he's like... Bro, what the fuck? Dude, I didn't even <laughs> think about this. No. Joey, how could this have happened while well, the yeah. uh, while the video screen is flashing the enemy's attack numbers at his face? Yeah, it's yeah a, for you real. will lose. You will lose. Um and then Joey's like, "How can I ever win? I'm so fucking terrible." And then Yugi's like, "Yeah, dude, how will he win?" Oh, that's how he'll win. Oh, Joey, wait a minute. Don't worry. You you actually can win. It's there's like a completely card that will just, just you will win automatically. And Joey's like, Bro, what? There's no way. And then draws the card and is like, bro, you were right, dude. <laughs> Through the power of top decking, I've won again. I've won again. And he just plays Battle Warrior and then Shield and Sword, which Shield and Sword does exactly what it says on here. Um, it does, it mm. switches every card from every face-up card in the field um, from the original attack and defense and just, just swaps them. Um, until the end of the turn is how it works in, like, the actual game. So they mm-hmm. will revert back at the end of the turn. But 
it is it is cool that it, that it just kind of works like this in general. His battle warrior goes from having 700 attack to a thousand attack. The zombies have no attack because, as we all know, or have no attack, they have no they have no defense because zombies have no will of their own. As Bandit Keith says, making perfect sense. Why a yeah. zombie would have no defense? They have no will on their own. Uh, he also he, says that them having zero attack means they cannot return to life after being killed for it, it, mm-hmm. reasons. Which is even, which is honestly even dumber than the because it was a zombie, it can't come back. Mm-hmm. We're learning a lot about zombie uh, lore. <laughs> the today. deep zombie lore. Yeah, the deep Yu-Gi-Oh zombie lore. Um, and they're like, what? What? And then it goes <laughs> like, okay, mo- like as we move on, Joey just goes and then kills them all with his battle warrior. Um, saving the day and making this 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 fight super boring. Uh, yeah. I I give this fight a five out of ten. I give the dialogue a ten out of ten. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the end of the duel. Joey wins. Joey calls out Bandit Keith for being a coward, and Keith just kind of tells him to go fuck himself. <laughs> he then leaves with his goons. Um, Joey apologizes for running off, but the gang forgives him. Which Tristan implies they only forgive him because he wins. Which is funny to me. Well, I feel like that was supposed to be some good-natured ribbing, but considering how much of an asshole Tristan's been this entire time, I'm not sure we can consider it good-natured. Yeah, Yeah, I just just assume they're assholes, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so now Joey has eight star chips. He just needs two more to get into the finals. And Yugi's up to eight as well, right? I think so. Somewhere yeah, around there. Yugi's got, Yugi's yeah. got a good amount at least. Yeah. They're both the like one goes, game away. Oh, yeah. The gang all goes to leave the cave, but then Keith and his goons block him in with an exceptionally <laughs> flat-looking boulder. <gasps> the uh, flattest of boulders. Where did they even get this? It wasn't on the outside when we went to the cave. And it's literally the perfect size of the hole. <laughs> uh Mr. Pegasus, are you sure we should have a, like, Jesus rock guarding the cave entrance? Yes, of course, mustache. (laughs) Okay. But, uh, yeah, then Keith just beats up his goons and steals all their star chips. Which, again, if that was your plan, just fucking rob Joey. Yeah, for real. So, uh, now Keith has ten star chips. And I'm gonna guess Pegasus will never know that this happened or care. I don't think he cares. He's got yeah. cameras everywhere. I believe and he literally will know that this happened and just be like, it's Bandit Keith. I'm going to beat him again and it's going <laughs> to be beat his ass in already. Funny. I believe it's literally the like <laughs> plot consensus to what happened. He's all he's he sees that Bandit Keith has 10 starships immediately starts trying to fall uh, trying to find a small child to beat him again. Yeah, like literally that's like his plan is like this guy yeah, okay, we can beat him again. Can I can that's I train a dog to duel? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's 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 the fucking bandit Keith away. He's a jobber through and through. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this episode just ends with the gang trying to open the cave and they can't get out. And failing, so they're stuck here and die. End of show. Mm-hmm. At least we get the extremely fun next couple of episodes that I like. <laughs> yeah, next one's a three-parter. It's a three-parter, and it's a little racist, so we're going to have a good time. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I remember, I remember this shit. <laughs> oh, good no. shit. Oh, no. <laughs> Which I will say, <laughs> oh, the Paradox no. Brothers actually appear in fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, too. Oh, yeah, oh, they're really? like a favorite. Yeah. 
and it doesn't get any better then either. I can in terms see of their uh, English dub voice choice, let's just say. I also remember the staple card of the next episode because I owned that card and it doesn't do anything like what it does in the show. So uh-huh. I'm very excited to get to it. Mm. Oh, you owned the fucking Gate Guardians? No, I owned the uh, Labyrinth thing. Oh, Labyrinth! Yeah, that, that yeah. I, I didn't like, know. I didn't know the right. Gate Guardians. But I remember right. Labyrinth was all right. It had a shit right. ton of defense. So That's me as a small child, thing. me as a small child was like, "Oh fuck, this has three thousand defense." I just play that, and I'm immortal because I'm a yeah. small child and a moron. Can't hurt me. I guess <laughs> slaps the um card. His bad boy's got three thousand defense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so these next. What do you mean you play Fisher? I guess, the- is this going to be their narrative way to, because obviously we haven't watched the episode yet, and I haven't watched it in a while, since this becomes like a tag team duel, like it's both Joey and Yugi dueling the Paradox Brothers, is this how they're both going to get their last star chips just all in one go? Uh, yes. Yes, yes. Cool. Because after this, it's the Kaiba fight, I think. Um. Yeah, it's Kaiba fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, Kaiba yeah. fight, and then Kai- Lugi loses his starships, and then he gets them back. How I don't quite remember how, but I suspect Mai has something to do with it. Yeah. And then we're into the finals. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's literally it's gonna, this, this, this coming how, back. This is how it goes. It goes. Paradox Brothers. Um, Kaiba, Mai, Valentine versus uh, what the hell is her name? Yuki. Oh, Not Taya. Yugi. Taya. Right, because those two Kaiba, fight. I then, it's remember, Kaiba, yeah, yeah. then it's Kaiba Pegasus. Right. Yeah. 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 And we're going to have a lot of like, and then, so then the next six episodes are all are, two, are all three parters. So it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, our, our three episodes at the time, because I've been looking ahead to like see if it works out, has been work, works very well up until like the four leading up to the final to the Yugi yeah. Pegasus. And, and then the, and the finals are, all, all, are also all two parters. Yeah. <laughs> So it works out extremely well, but we'll have to do, like, the <laughs> four leading up to Pegasus Yugi as probably one part to make it work. Yeah. And then the then the actual Yugi versus Pegasus is, I it's believe, five. a five-parter. Yeah. Fucking five parts, good lord. But don't worry, it's all really boring. Oh, good, 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 good. <laughs> yeah, 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 don't ah, worry, you're fine. Good, good. And mm-hmm. it ends with the, the best move of all time, cheating and lies. <laughs> ah, the Yu-Gi-Oh special. Yes, yes. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 these are more just, like, kind of fun for the character stuff. Like, Bandit mm-hmm. Keith is a fun oh, character sure. of being, like, the, what if Seto Kaiba was still Seto Kaiba? We could keep him around as just a complete shit eater, but also mm-hmm. did not have any money or any other skills besides being, like, not the best, but he's all right at card games. Um, and what it, and then the other is, what if we got to watch Seto Kaiba just yell at this dumbass idiot? <laughs> for 15 minutes and psychosexually abuse them and you're like these aren't too bad the, the duels aren't good but the psychosexual abuse i can do this <laughs> mm-hmm. now that's gameplay it's better not awaken anything in me <laughs> no i'm i'm definitely non-awakened in any way but i think it has awakened something within joy in a very dark way <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it really really does like it's really just the stripping down and destruction of joey's psyche <laughs> in these fucking episodes and comparing yeah, him to a something. dog all the time yeah this like becomes joey's winning character thing yeah because this yeah, this it's... motif sticks around a while yeah and it's yeah. distressing but yeah 
that concludes it, I think, for these three episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, I have, I have nothing else to add. Comments. I love but, Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, it's Bone great. Sh- it's dumb. Bone it's should great. have said Ghost of a Chance. That's all I have. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Which he does later, but he should have said it there. If we're going to go all in on that line, let's go all in on that line. I, I also want to say, just put out, these are the, the, the Bones becomes a DLC character in the mobile trading card game for Yu-Gi-Oh! And <laughs> each character has abilities and stuff, so he was an actual ability-based character you could play in the oh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Things game. You could play good Bones. for him. Yeah, good for him! <laughs> he's does, really screwed over at the end of this. I like Bones. Does either of the other two lackeys get any? No, God, no. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't but, think the, but the Paradox Zygor. twins definitely do. I don't oh. think Sid or Zygor ever even duel. Uh, no, I don't believe they nah, ever actually I duel. So. I do believe they show up in a filler episode during Battle City or in that timeline area. That makes sense because um, Bones is floating around. Bones does appear. I know Bones. Well, I know Bones do. duels Bakora in Battle City. Yeah. Oh, I thought he. Uh, uh, yeah, he might have been Bakora. You're right. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. that poor Bones. Yeah, he duels Bakora, but not Bakora. He duels Bakora. Yeah. Hmm. Which isn't Bakora or Bakora. We really well, no, it is Bakora. Well, we no, really no, that, ba- that Bakora is Bakora, but not Bakora. Yeah, but then that Bakora and Bakora both exist simultaneously by the end of like season five or six. Yeah, they're the or same Bakora. It's called time travel, honey. Look it up. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. 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 The Bakoras are gonna get wild. But anyway, oh, I'm sorry. You thought this was a straightforward show about card games, idiot. <laughs> yeah, those no, Bakoras are gonna get hot, sweaty, and wild. <laughs> Hate that. Trying to take down the Pharaoh. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, Can these hot, everybody. sweaty Bakuras stop the Pharaoh's rule? I, hate I don't this. know, but Joey in a dog suit is going to officiate. <laughs> yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye. I don't want to hear this anymore. <laughs> uh. <sighs>